0: Section 1 Introduction We're going to delve into the complex world of human preferences and how they can be encoded into machine learning systems. Imagine you're trying to create a recommendation system for songs or websites. First, you need to build a model that takes into account all the possible factors that could influence a user's preferences. Then, the user has to express their preferences in a way that the learning algorithm can understand and use to make future recommendations. Both of these steps require a lot of thought and constant fine tuning from both the user and the system builders. In the past, machine learning systems have been taught preferences through examples. Users would label a dataset with examples of the desired behavior, and then a machine learning model would be trained on this dataset. This method has been used for a variety of tasks, such as image classification and question answering. However, in recent years, the approach has shifted towards instruction following methods. By training language models on large text corpora, it's possible to induce desired behaviors by conditioning only on natural language task specifications. This can be applied to a wide range of tasks, from code generation to text summarization. But this progress has also highlighted some challenges. Complex behaviors require more and more prompt engineering or dataset design to overcome the vagueness of natural language and prevent models from misunderstanding or misinterpreting prompts or examples. For instance, if a user says they enjoy reading tennis articles, it's unclear whether they're interested in competitive tennis or in improving their own serve. A few examples of tennis-related articles might not be enough to clarify whether the user is interested in broader tennis content, like tennis-themed satire. As models are applied to more open-ended tasks and higher-stakes domains, these challenges become even more significant. To tackle these issues, We suggest using the models themselves to help translate human preferences into automated decision making systems. In this paper, we introduce a learning framework called Generative Active Task Elicitation, GATE. This framework allows models to elicit and infer user preferences through open ended interaction. We'll discuss several techniques for using language models to perform GATE, such as asking open ended questions or generating edge cases for users to label. We'll evaluate these methods in three areas. Email validation, content recommendation, and moral reasoning. While this paper focuses on language based elicitation procedures, it's important to note that GATE can be applied to other settings, such as speech based or multimodal models. In our pre registered experiments, we found that language model based task elicitation often results in more accurate models than existing prompting or active learning techniques, while requiring similar or less mental effort from users. In summary, This paper introduces a new learning framework, GATE, a set of methods that use pre-trained language models to perform GATE, and experimental evidence showing that these methods outperform existing prompting and labeling methods. Our results show that interactive, language-based task elicitation is a flexible and powerful tool for building personalized models, capable of overcoming many challenges inherent in prompt and example-based methods. Next, we'll discuss the concept of learning as task elicitation we'll explore the problem of efficiently training a machine learning model to perform a task of interest. In this context, a task refers to any function that maps inputs to outputs. For example, when building a personalized website recommendation system, the inputs are websites and the outputs are user preference scores for that website. Because different users may prefer different content, each user's individual preferences specify a distinct task. To build such a model, we need to collect some task specification from a human user, such as what websites they are interested in. Current learning approaches allow for a wide variety of specification types, including collections of labeled examples, natural language instructions, or combinations of the two. Ideally, we want specifications that are both easy for humans to create and informative to learners, enabling them to model human preferences accurately. We're looking for a framework that optimizes an objective that balances the cost of specification, measured in human time and mental effort, and the alignment between the human and the model's choices. To formalize this, let's say we have a human user whose preferences are represented by a function. We want to design an elicitation policy that interacts with the human to produce a task specification. This specification can then be input to a learning algorithm to produce a model. We aim to minimize the expected cost of specification and the difference between the human's preferences and the model's predictions. The cost might be measured by the number of words the user typed to produce the specification, while the alignment might be measured by the agreement between the human's and the model's predictions. The appropriate definitions of cost and alignment depend on the domain. In this paper, our experiments compare the alignment of different predictors at a fixed cost. We'll discuss the evaluation of cost, alignment, and the trade-offs between them in more detail later. Section Summary The paper introduces a learning framework called Generative Active Task Elicitation, GATE, which uses pre-trained language models to convert human preferences into automated decision-making systems. The authors propose several techniques for leveraging language models to perform GATE, such as asking open-ended questions or generating edge cases for users to label. Experimental results show that GATE methods outperform existing prompting and labeling methods, providing a flexible and powerful tool for building personalized models. Section 2.2 Existing Learning Paradigms in the Task Elicitation Framework Let's delve into the existing learning paradigms within the task elicitation framework. There are several ways to learn and specify tasks within this framework. These methods can be distinguished by two main factors. The degree of interaction and flexibility they offer. Interactive methods allow the system to adjust its queries based on user responses, such as asking for the most useful information based on what has been learned so far. On the other hand, passive methods require the user to provide all the necessary information in one go. When it comes to flexibility, some methods are example based, asking users to label a set of examples. Others are free form, giving users the freedom to provide a wide range of inputs. Including natural language instructions and explanations. Let's look at some specific methods. 1. Supervised learning. This is a passive, example based method. Here, the system instructs the user to generate a collection of labeled pairs of input and output. The system then uses these pairs to train a model. This method is passive because the system doesn't interactively ask the user for more data. 2. Active learning. This is an interactive, example based method. In this case, users first create a pool of unlabeled inputs. The system then selects the most informative example from this pool for the user to label. This process continues until all examples are labeled. The system then trains a model using these labeled examples. This method allows the system to ask for examples that can help clarify any uncertainties or ambiguities in the task. 3. Prompting. This is a passive, free-form method. Modern pre-trained models allow tasks to be specified in more flexible ways, such as using a natural language prompt that describes the user's intended task. The system then uses this prompt to train a language model. However, all these methods have their drawbacks. The main issue is that the user has to ensure that the prompts or examples are comprehensive and clear. Any ambiguity could lead to undesired behavior when the system is deployed. To address this, we propose a new method called generative active task elicitation, GATE. This method combines the flexibility of free-form specifications with the interactivity of active learning. The system interactively asks users for rich specifications, which can help clarify any uncertainties. In this paper, we experiment with GATE methods that use language models for both elicitation and prediction. However, our method is not limited to language models or natural language. It could potentially be applied to other settings such as images, speech, or multimodal models. In GATE, the system asks the user questions based on previous questions and answers. It then predicts a label based on an input and a complete elicitation transcript. For example, in generative active learning, the system generates example inputs for the user to label. This can help the user consider scenarios they may not have thought of. Alternatively, the system can generate binary yes or no questions. This allows the system to understand more abstract preferences while still being easy for the user to answer. For instance, the system might ask the user if they enjoy reading articles about health and wellness. Section summary. Existing learning paradigms in the task elicitation framework can be categorized based on their level of interactivity and flexibility. Passive, example-based supervised learning involves generating labeled pairs of input-output data while interactive, example-based active learning selects the most informative examples for labeling. Prompting-based passive, free-form learning allows for more flexible task specifications using natural language prompts. However, a new approach called generative active task elicitation combines the flexibility of free-form specifications with interactive methods to resolve uncertainty and ambiguity in task specifications. GATE utilizes language models to interactively query users for rich specifications and generate example inputs for labeling. Section. Generating open-ended questions. We're going to talk about how our language model, LM, can generate open-ended questions. These questions don't have a specific answer, but instead, they require a detailed response in natural language. This approach allows the LM to gather a wide range of abstract knowledge. However, it might be too broad or difficult for the user to answer. For instance, the LM might ask, what hobbies or activities do you enjoy in your free time, and why do you find them engaging? The user is free to respond in as much detail as they wish. We'll provide examples of these interactions later on. Now, let's discuss our experiment setup. We're going to test our methods in three different areas. These areas don't have a single correct behavior that the LM could learn during its training. Instead, the models need to gather individual human preferences to make accurate predictions. We allow each human user to interact with an elicitation policy, denoted as E, for 5 minutes. Then, humans and the learned models, denoted as hat F, S, independently label a set of examples that we've kept aside. Finally, we measure how much the humans and learned predictors agree. We'll provide examples of these environments and dialogues later on. The first area we're looking at is online article recommendations. User preferences can vary greatly in this domain. We evaluate the models based on their ability to predict whether a user would like to read a specific article that we've kept aside. We've collected these test cases from popular online newspapers and magazines. The second area is moral reasoning. Moral preferences can be deeply personal and vary significantly across people and cultures. We're using the question of when, if ever, it is ethical to steal a loaf of bread as a testbed for eliciting moral values. During the evaluation, models are presented with textual descriptions of scenarios and acts to predict whether users will judge it appropriate to steal a loaf of bread. We've manually constructed these test cases. The third area is email verification. This involves eliciting requirements for a software engineering task. This is particularly challenging due to the many edge cases developers need to anticipate and account for. We're focusing on specifying requirements for email address validation, where people have varied preferences over how long emails can be, how many subdomains they may possess, and which special characters are allowed, among other factors. Models are evaluated on their agreement with users about the validity of a set of emails that we've kept aside. We've manually constructed this test set. We recruited English-speaking participants from Prolific for these experiments. For the email validation task, we also recruited participants from several computer science programs at U.S. universities. We recruited 20 to 30 participants for each domain method pair, for a total of 388 participants. Participants were paid an average of 12 per hour. Our experiments received IRB approval. We'll provide more details about the user interface used in the experiments later on. We use the GPT-4 model to both elicit user preferences and make predictions based on the elicited preferences. To elicit user preferences, we prompt GPT-4 with a domain description and the current interaction history and ask it to generate an informative but easy to answer edge case or question. To make predictions, we prompt GPT-4 with the task specification and a test sample and ask it to generate a prediction for the test sample. We compare our approach with several baseline methods for specifying tasks. In these methods, the elicitation policy is not parameterized by an LM but constructed by the user and or a pool of examples. We consider supervised learning as a baseline, where we randomly present participants with questions from a large pool of examples and ask them to annotate up to the time limit. We study this approach exclusively in the content recommendation domain because pools of examples are not readily available in the other two domains. We use the Microsoft News dataset as our pool for this domain a dataset of 160K news articles with descriptions. As a baseline active learning approach, we consider a pool-based active learning approach. For the elicitation policy, we use the diversity-based sampling approach. We first cluster the examples using a sentence BERT embedding model into 15 different clusters, then iteratively ask questions from each cluster in a round-robin fashion, up until the time limit. This baseline is intended to capture the difficulty of selecting informative examples from a pool of unlabeled examples relative to generating informative examples from scratch. As with supervised learning, we study this approach exclusively in the content recommendation domain. Section Summary The LM is capable of generating open-ended questions to elicit broad and abstract knowledge from users, but these questions may be challenging to answer. The paper evaluates the LM's performance in three different domains content recommendation, moral reasoning, and email verification, and compares it to baseline methods such as supervised learning and pool-based active learning. The experiments involved human participants recruited from English-speaking users, and the GPT-4 model was used for both eliciting user preferences and making predictions based on those preferences. Section. User Written Prompts. In our study, we initially asked participants to write a brief paragraph outlining their preferences for the task at hand. This served as a baseline that didn't involve interactive elicitation. We used the content of these paragraphs to guide a model in making decisions. This approach was designed to highlight the challenges associated with expressing preferences in written form, both in terms of the effort required to write the paragraph and the difficulty of fully articulating one's preferences. We then evaluated how accurately our models could predict the likelihood of users responding to questions in a certain way. Instead of simply asking the model to make a binary yes, no decision, we prompted it to provide a real valued probability of a user answering yes to a question. We used the interaction history as a single test case and asked the model to predict the probability of a user responding yes to that test case. This probability was expressed as a number between 0.0 and 1.0. We did try other prediction methods with these models, but they fell short for various reasons. For instance, We initially prompted the model to predict binary yes, no decisions, but this led to skewed predictions. We also found that the models were less reliable when generating confidence values in logarithmic space. Moreover, we couldn't directly extract the token probabilities from GPT 4 using the OpenAI API. We also introduced a metric based on the area under the curve of the probability of a correct answer over time. This metric, denoted as P, correct, is the probability the model assigns to the user-preferred answer. For instance, if the model outputs 0.8 for a question, then P, correct, would be 0.8 if the user answered, yes, and 0.2 if the user answered, no. We chose this metric over accuracy because it's not always possible to guess the user's preferences, and modeling this uncertainty is beneficial. However, we're not just interested in the total information elicited, but also in how quickly good information is elicited. To measure this, we calculated the average change in P, correct, after every minute of human elicitation time. In addition to these performance-based metrics, we also asked users to rate the difficulty of the elicitation process. We asked them how mentally demanding they found writing their answer in the non-interactive elicitation setting, and how mentally demanding they found interacting with the chatbot in all elicitation settings. We used a Likert scale from 1, very little, to 7, very high, to assess their responses our results showed that gate methods were successful in eliciting human preferences overall gate methods improved over no elicitation where the model was prompted to make decisions before any user interaction this was the case across all domains studied gate methods were also comparable to or better than other elicitation methods in most settings gate elicitation methods improved over user written prompts furthermore Users generally found interactive elicitation methods to be less mentally demanding than non-interactive prompting. Section summary. The baseline method for eliciting preferences in this study involves participants writing a paragraph describing their preferences, which is then used to prompt a model to make decisions. The evaluation metrics measure how well models can predict the probability of users answering questions a certain way, and a classification-based metric is used to assess the average change in the probability of the model assigning to the user-preferred answer over time. The results show that gate methods successfully elicit human preferences and are comparable to or better than other elicitation methods, while also being equally or less mentally demanding than user-written prompts. Section 5.1 Sample Transcripts. In this section, we'll be discussing some examples of how users interact with different generative active task elicitation methods. You can find these examples in the transcripts we've provided. Next, we'll delve into a more detailed analysis. This is to give you a clearer understanding of the experiments we've conducted.